Hi, I'm Muriel. And I'm Nick, who's driving a car. And welcome to Ella in your thirties. We are going on an adventure. <laughs> Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks, and we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. All right, we're in the car. We're back in the danger zone. This is one thing I always like to do. I'm like, let's go on an adventure and we'll record in the car, which also equals us constantly almost getting into car accidents. Uh, so, but that's not gonna happen today. I've got my hands at 10 at two. I've got my new sunglasses on. I'm ready for the road and conversations with the microphone in my face. Same time, same place. Here we go. Oh, he's so ready. He's got a little button down shirt, some shorts on. Uh, we're driving out uh, to Alhambra today in California to for our very first authentic uh, Szechuan uh, meal. So, Muriel, why don't you explain a little bit the inspiration for wanting to to ha to do this today? Um. So, Anthony Bourdain died, you guys, and that. R.I.P. We love Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, and I think I always like really enjoyed what he had to say, but I actually didn't watch a ton of his shows, and so um, since we've been. Oh my God! Who's talking? Uh, people are already screaming. That was not us, but for sure there was some intense uh, road rage. Just now, yeah. yeah I was like, not, "Is that a dog barking?" No, it sounded like they. That sounded like they were getting the gun. That was intense. Whatever that was, it wasn't us. We're in the clear. Okay, great. So we're driving. Uh, so Anthony Bourdain died, and so we started watching um, No Reservations. Parts unknown. Fuck. Parts unknown. Uh, on Netflix. And we've been going through them, and they're just... It was the first time I have really actually sat down and watched a bunch of these episodes. And they're just totally remarkable. Uh, and one of my favorite uh, episodes was going... He went to uh, China uh, to eat Szechuan-style food. And I can't remember which province he went to, but I'm going to look it up. And I'll say it. Um, but... Uh, uh, yeah, so we and we watched him eat this food, and it was like insane, and it was so spicy, and also like they were like, uh, I guess some of the peppercorns that they use actually just make your mouth numb, and a lot of it is like supposed to be kind of transcendental and like make you kind of have crazy thoughts, and it's kind of like being on mushrooms or acid or something like that. Um, so that is basically we were looking at that, we we're like, well, we've never tried that before. I don't, I don't, I don't think we've ever been anywhere. I don't know if I've even ever been to a super authentic Chinese restaurant. I don't, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like I've had authentic dim sum before. Yeah, and I've had, I, I take that back. There's a place in Seattle, this amazing place that does hand-pulled buckwheat noodles that I go with my dad, and that place is really good. Um, and it, it turns out that there are these little pockets in Southern California where you can get some of the greatest Szechuan cuisine on the planet right here. Yeah. Well, I mean, in the country. Planet. No, I don't know. Right. <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably not in the whole world. It's top five. Top five. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, anyway, we're going to go and see what that's like. So, we took out the menu. We're going to do um, one of Anthony Bourdain's favorite dishes, which is uh, mapu por Mapo pork. 
um, which is like a, or mapu tofu, which is like a spicy tofu with like ground pork and then a thousand chilies. Um, and then we got some recommendations from some friends. So there's some dumplings. If you eat them, your mouth will go numb. And then I think we're going to do a hot pot. Sounds good to me. I am excited about this. What is going on? This guy is, oh, I think he's, I think this guy sees that we're recording in the car. Maybe that was the guy who was screaming earlier. I don't know. So he's pretty cool though. Yeah, they're smiling at us. What's his deal? I don't know. Maybe he thinks, maybe he's a fan of the podcast. You guys, (laughs) maybe. I seriously doubt it. Why is he messing with us? Drive faster, man. Start ducking and weaving. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm excited about this, uh, it being like mushrooms. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're like sweating, and then he's like, I don't, I can't get my thoughts together. My thoughts are really messed up, and like, I'm really confused. It was that French guy. <laughs> uh, it was one of his French friends who can't handle spicy food, went with him to China. Uh, well, I haven't done mushrooms in like 15 years, so this sounds great. I can't wait. Oh, man. I hated doing mushrooms. Did you never have fun on mushrooms? I did mushrooms one time, and. It was kind of calming. Like, I didn't eat very many, and then I was, like, kind of chilled out, and it was, like, calm. And then, God, I was in high school, and there was, like, this kid who was, like, straight edge. He doesn't do any drugs and was, like, um, really into hardcore punk music. So we were sitting in this, like, calm room, and I was drinking tea, and, like, um, (laughs) don't pull up, don't pull up. Now we're pulling up. Why? We stopped at a red light. This guy is up here. I know he sees us. <laughs> What's up? Hell is your third eight? No, he doesn't. He doesn't care. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, I I was sitting there drinking a cup of tea and uh, I was listening to like Wilson Pickett or something really relaxing and like I was like, wow, this is amazing. And this kid just busted in and he's like, What's up? What's going on? Let's listen to Poison the Well. And then he put on this music that was like, you know, an eight nineteenth time signature that was like, you know, like scream core, like whatever. <laughs> And I was just like, this is actually the worst. And I was like, I hate everyone. It flipped on me pretty hard. Yeah, I've done mushrooms three times. The first two times were really fun. And it was like the thing you're supposed to do, like, with people you love in nature or whatever. That's what they say you're supposed to do. And it was really fun. And then the third time I did it, I was still with mostly people I love, but it was like a bunch of people at a house party in the city. And, like, the idea was everyone's going to do mushrooms and, like, spend the night at this house and it was a ton of good friends were there and I just it was horrific I hated everybody I thought all my friends were fake I was miserable and then I, I haven't done it since yeah so you know and now we're old I don't want to do mushrooms you don't no I do <laughs> I totally do why because I think because I want to try it again it seems fun I want to because I, I, a good the I mean, obviously, I haven't been, like, seeking it out. I haven't done it for 15 years or however long. But, like, I don't know. It sounds – I'm down. I'm into it. Um, Yeah, this is supposed to be, like, similar to that. So we'll see if that works. I mean, I I have, like, not a – I like some spicy food, but if it really destroys me, I'm just, like, I can't taste anything, so I get mad. Um, But – I know Nick loves it. Well, the last time I went crazy was on Howlin' Ray's Nashville Hot Chicken. And that was, it was really fun. It's really fun to like blow your mind and be like sweating and stuff. It's not like 
exactly like a great way to enjoy a meal. <laughs> you don't do it. You know, it's, you know how like when you just eat a donut, it has nothing to do if you're hungry or not. It's not about it being food. It's just about it like filling your head with donut, you know? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a normal thing. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. Filling your head with donut? Yeah, you don't eat donuts because you're hungry. You eat donuts because your mouth needs to be consumed with donut and you have to chew it. You know, it's like- I honestly like it's so interesting knowing you for this long and being like you still describe eating and food in a way that just blows my mind. I'm like, I just like, yeah, sometimes I feel like having a donut. You're like, yeah, you don't want a donut. You just want your <laughs> mouth to be completely filled with donut. That's why you eat it. You're not hungry. You don't want it. You just need to stuff it down your throat and have it fill your whole head. <laughs> yeah, basically. So, like, that's also true for, like, spicy food. I mean, sometimes I do, like, I have hot sauces and stuff, and some of them are pretty extreme that I like adding to food. But the last time I went crazy was on Howlin' Hall Ray's, and it was really fun, and I loved it. Uh, but then also, I talked about it on this podcast I think in depth, but then I pooped and it actually burned coming out, which I I thought that was like an urban let. I didn't know that that actually happened. Which blew my mind. I was like, obviously that happened. Shut up, Muriel. You're the one who didn't think that sticking your tongue to a frozen pole would cause your stung, your tongue to stick to it. I was drunk. You were so convinced. You were like, that's just in movies. That's propaganda. That's just the Christmas story trying to tell people not to lick poles. It was like a conspiracy theory. Yeah, I might have told that story on this podcast, but I am saying, like, if you ever have any doubt, like, let's say you live in Texas, you live somewhere warm, you live somewhere where it doesn't freeze, and you think it's a joke that your tongue will stick to a pole, I'm letting you know right now. It will, and Muriel, I. No one else thinks that. Everyone. You don't knows. know that. Yes, I do. It's like if you eat. That's a what I think about eating the the. You eat spicy food. Obviously, it's gonna come out of your butthole. You think, <laughs> oh, it's gonna magically absorb like nutrients into your body. Okay, good. Then we're tied one to one. Yeah, good, good, good. What do you think? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of so we're driving out to Alhambra, which I'm interested to see what it's like. I only went out there one time. I've been out here once, and it was for I. When we moved out here, I was trying to get a bartending gig. And I went to this, uh, the bar, it was an Alice in Wonderland themed bar, which looked kind of cool when I looked at it on the internet. But then when I got there, it was just like really trashy and pretty terrible. And then the interview, they interviewed me like three people in a row. And then they had me like mix a drink behind the bar. But the manager who was like ordering the drink, she was like, okay, well, I'll take, I forget what she ordered, a margarita or a martini or something. And then she was like, um... So I made it, and she was like, you know what? I'll also have a shot of gin. And so, and I hesitated, and she looked at me like I was dumb for hesitating, and I was like, is that a trick question? Like, no one has ever ordered a shot of gin. <laughs> that doesn't exist, but I don't think she was, I don't think she knew that. I don't think she knew about bartending, because I was like, oh, you want a shot of gin? And she looked at me kind of crazy, like I wasn't going to serve it to her. And I was like, how can you, ex- no- I've been bartending for how many ever years? Ten years at that point. I've never, no one's ever ordered a shot. People of gin. want gin, Nick. Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, got a, you got hot really quick. You can't see him, but I said that, and then he just go, he got really quiet, and mad instantly. Uh, one time, I went out with a big group of servers, and one of the servers was like really sweet, and we were all having this great time. And he was he went over to the bar, and he goes, "All right, everybody." 
He goes, hey, I'm going to take 12 shots of Jim, which Jim. he meant as Jim Beam, which was the special. And then they gave us 12 warm shots of hot, uh, warm uh, house gin. <laughs> and he was so, so sad because that's such a sad thing to waste your money on. It's already sad to waste your money. I mean, it's just it's just it was like $50 worth of just hot garbage. <laughs> Everybody was just like, what? Well, I think he brought it out, and we all thought it was vodka and shot it. We were just like, what is this? It's <laughs> horrible. Anyway, so Alhambra, good memories, huh? Good memories. Uh, Did you get that job? I don't remember. I think maybe they offered it to me, and I turned it down. It was just like, I'm not going to do this. I don't, I don't remember. I will say this, though. L.A. is the only place in the whole world I've ever lived where I've interviewed for restaurant jobs that I haven't been hired for. I know. Nick faced discrimination for the first time <laughs> as a handsome, uh, handsome, young, white, cisgendered male. I know. They were like, sorry, dude, you're not cool enough to work here. <laughs> it's like, and wait, I have- They were right. <laughs> Poor guy. God, just nobody wanted to hire his little butt. Um, okay, well, you know, I'm looking forward to this. I'm. Is this guy still honking? No. no different guy. All right, so this is already chaotic. Are we getting on the freeway? Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're getting on the freeways, which I'm going to attempt to not, because I need to go, like, probably 95 miles an hour, so I can't. I'm going to also just turn up the music, tune you out entirely, and just cruise. Why? Because I said, you are such a terror. <laughs> You can never tune me out. And if you do, you're going to get shrieked and shrieked. All right. Uh, I think we might catch you on the flip side. Muriel, don't ever say the flip side. Come on, man. You know? <laughs> don't. Catch you on the flip side down under. We're not catching you. Don't. No one listen to Muriel right now. Hey, okay. We'll see you on the other side of the border, man. <laughs> We're about to go cross over to Flavortown. Muriel, if you were, if you had to have a different, like, not podcast. Well, I'm just going to get to it. You should have, your other life, you would have been like a shock jock radio. I know that. Like, hey, everybody. You ready to go down to Music Town? I'll take you down there in my car. That's brown. How do you feel, Muriel? Uh, like, good. I do feel kind of lightheaded. Um, I mean, a few things happen, like, oh, my God. Well, we're already acting like we're on mushrooms. Yeah. We're I, already acting high. So I, I don't feel high, but just I, I, I tried to objectively listen to how you answered the question. Muriel, how do you feel? And I'm pretty sure you're acting like you're on shrooms right now. <laughs> I just, like, I I think my expectation, so I'm realizing I have, like, probably not had authentic Chinese food before. Well, definitely not that style. Not that style. I've never style. had anything like that. No, and I, I, I feel 
kind of shamed because some of it was like way too much for me and it wasn't really the spice like they didn't really like come at us with it's the not, spice. i know they man they made me like no uh, they should have seen the hunger in the eyes i wanted the burn if they knew what was up with us they probably would have given us a spicier version yeah but you know how do they know with they uh, basically like they looked at us and were like we're not giving this spice <laughs> yeah version. right so that's where we're at with that uh so that's one thing. It wasn't that spicy, but that was actually really lovely because you could taste stuff. The the cumin lamb in skewers was like one of the most awesome things I've ever had. Are we going to talk about everything at the house? Yeah, we're going to talk about the food. I guess I'm just using that as a justification to say I... Mural did not like it. I didn't like it. <laughs> and I, honestly, to the point where like I honestly couldn't take another bite of some stuff. And I feel like such... A wiener, I like know. a dumb wiener. I was like, "Are you kidding?" Like, I want to love it, but like, what I, is I wrong say, with you? I feel so bad because I just really wanted oh, to like so love it. Oh, so that's the answer. How I do you feel, feel Muriel? Bad. bad shame. I wish I feel shame. Like, I wish I could get on board, but I was just like, I think that texture-wise and like some other stuff, like, I just, I was like. I literally just can't eat this. I'm so sorry. I, this place, honestly, too, like is like so well regarded. It has so much good press. It's like really highly rated. It's like credited as being like the thing that brought like Sichuan Chinese like food into like into the area, like Southern California. Yeah, it's, it's like so. It is very good. It's a great restaurant. I'm just realizing that I don't think I can handle it. I was like, I was, I was watching that video of Anthony Bourdain, and he was eating all this stuff, and I was like, that looks incredible, and what a sensational journey of things that I've never yeah. tried before. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to try new things, yeah. and then I go in there and try new things, and everything is very different from what I feel I want to eat, and I just couldn't handle it. Well, okay. I'm very disappointed in myself. No, uh, well, okay. How do I feel? Because I. See, I'm asking all the important questions. To me. How do you feel and how do I feel? Those are the only two things that matter. Uh, I definitely liked it more than you. I feel I feel like kind of like I feel good about driving all the way out here to try something new, like a pat on the back. I do it. feel good about that. Okay, so you feel good about yourself. You drove out yeah, here. Yeah, I feel very proud. Good job, Nick. Nailed yeah. it. Uh, that was so intense. How's it? Does your mouth is your mouth still numb? No, that goes away. Yeah, mine's I'll say pretty this, much away too. Like we're gonna talk more about each dish, but so like about fifteen years ago or maybe twelve years ago, we got a gift certificate to a really fancy restaurant in Seattle, and we had like our first as like a twenty you know newly minted twenty something couple. I think that was for our first year anniversary of like dating or living together. Um, Somebody gave us a gift a gift certificate. We went to this fancy like Cape Coddy fish restaurant and we ordered these peel and eat shrimp. And every we would eat it and they were delicious. But then every once in a while we'd bite into these little balls that made your mouth go numb and taste like lemongrass. And I it's been 12 years since I've been like what the hell was that? Like so like I hated it, and it, like, ruined the meal for me. Because yeah. I'd just get these little things, and I'd bite into them, and I'm like, my mouth is totally numb, and now I can't taste anything. Why would you flavor your food like this? 
So I and I never knew what it was, and I found out today it's the Szechuan peppercorn. <laughs> so that's a part of what I'm dealing with. Is it? It really was like one of the most like if you've bitten into something that you've like hated, and it was so evocative that you remembered it for years and years and years, and then you sit down and you eat food where like the base of the sauce is that thing. It's like I couldn't get over it. My brain has already assigned that into the like never eat again category. Yeah, right. So that was, but it's it was. So I'm like frustrated because I can't override it. Well, how do they compare to mushrooms, aka shrooms? I guess I'd rather eat that than do shrooms, but neither one is an enjoyable <laughs> experience. <laughs> at the house we're back at the house we took a little nap not a little one man i fell hard we're, wow. we're gonna i slept for 10 minutes and I, I had to go to a work meeting <laughs> and i came home and nick was still sleeping <laughs> and i just started screaming she no that's not true straight up spouse abuse she slapped me in the stomach well <laughs> i came out and gave him a good slap on his belly <laughs> not the stomach but the nice like a good just smack a on good the belly. little belly smack um and then he woke up and said, that's spousal abuse. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been saying that. Is that even a phrase? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Not what happened to you, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's fair. That is fair. Um, okay. So I've regained feeling in my mouth. Oh my God. So I've, I've like gained some perspective. So this, this restaurant, like, I mean, like it is so critically acclaimed. Well, it's not, it's critically acclaimed and it's like, we put out the, what is it, an APV? Yeah. And people sh told us, like, this is the place to go. And uh, so it's critically acclaimed, and the people know about it, a.k.a. our friends. And, man, it was so... I mean, the thing is, is it's such a unique culinary experience. It I'm really sorry, is. I'm sorry, there's yeah. nothing there's else nothing like, like it. it. Yeah. Like, I know we had that shrimp that one time way long ago, but this was, like actually subtle like it was like you could oh, taste you're talking the, about like the the, the thing peppercorn that I, yeah, yeah well that wasn't even a szechuan style dish they right, just exactly. used it in the in the dish exactly yeah. and this it was like these these uh we're gonna go through the dishes that we had but there was like these wonton dumplings that on the menu in parentheses it says mouth numbing and like you could still taste the flavor of the pork of the noodle of the broth how it was like cooked perfectly it was like this incredibly executed thing and then it just had this like little numbing sensation it started on your tongue and just started to tingle and it tums your nut tums your nung tums your, tums <laughs> it your tums nums. your nung and then it tongues your lips <laughs> i almost um, said nungs your nips it <laughs> you're the only thing that gets numb is your mouth and lips not your nipples and uh -huh. it's just so it was such a crazy experience i also totally in, enjoyed it as a unique one-of-a-kind thing like i can't say that i loved it like that sensation but it was insanely original and so clearly masterful yeah 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 completely man though i got blasted and I got put in my place. <laughs> it wasn't also super spicy. I mean, we said that before, but I was expecting yeah. it to be like really spicy. Yeah. And they totally cock blocked us on the spice. I broke a sweat. I know, but not, 
Not for any legitimate reason. No, I always, you're right. I always break a sweat. I, you just sweated because you were eating. I, <laughs> I get excited. I know. You know, like how when you put a full donut in your head and you just Stop break a sweat, that. you just like shove donut in your mouth and immediately like that your upper lip. You're actually just a twinkles monster. You're with just a monster. Um, okay. So we started <laughs> off with the pork with garlic sauce. Now that was crazy good. It was so insanely good. It was like. Lots of chilies and this like brown garlic sauce and it was like a boiled pork belly that had been shaved. I mean, I, I mean, it almost just looked like bacon, but it just wasn't f cured or fried or anything. It was so thin. It was like thin pork belly, which is just bacon, right? Yeah, I think I just described it perfectly. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just go so with you that. Did just, you did deconstruct it and come back to the same conclusion. There was some. Was good. It was good. on top of some bomb ass cucumbers yeah, too. Yeah, cucumbers. And it was honestly like so delicate. I was like, I I just picked it because it had a picture. You know, I think that's like going to be a theme going throughout this whole thing. It was like it looked like it would be one of these crazy. I don't know you know teriyaki flavor bomb things and it or general sow's chicken or you know you know just one of these really and it was subtle and i think that's true for kind of everything yeah like in in certain ways it's really it's so uh unique that it feels really pronounced but actually in a lot of ways most of this stuff was really subtle and this one was it was subtle it was so good it was so insanely good um and then the next thing we got was we got this uh like this is one of Anthony Bourdain's, I guess, favorite comfort food dishes, the Mapo tofu, mm. um, which is like a like a silky tofu that's like scram like um sautéed with ground pork and then tons of chilies and lemongrass yeah. and Szechuan peppercorns, and like the texture was really good. <sighs> that peppercorn though, it just got me. If yeah. you've ever had these, and I I I wanted to say like it, it's like biting into like. It's mouth numbing to the point of like can be like feels like Novocaine. It feels a little chemically. And it's like medicinal. Yeah. And like floral and kind of lemony. Uh, and it's like so you're eating it and I'm like, wow, this is, is a really subtle backdrop. I just I, there's something about it that unfortunately just turns me off so hard. I just, I just got all these sense memories back and I was eating it and enjoying <laughs> like PTSD. it. I just, and I, and then I ate it. And as my mouth started to get like the cumulative, like numbness, floral quality, I was just like, it's like eating the world's strongest cough drop. That's supposed to be a numbing cough drop almost to me. Yeah. <laughs> now I know like what people who hate cilantro feel like or something. Like I don't have anything really that I'm like, I cannot stand eating this. Yeah. And this was like, I just couldn't. It gotcha. It bloomed in my mouth. What did you think of the Mapu, Mapo tofu? Well, tofu is, you know, I mean, the texture of it was in so good. It was just like, I've never, like tofu, you know, you don't, I, I personally don't eat tofu a lot. It was such a specific, unique texture yeah. that it, you know, so, I mean, I want to talk about Anthony Bourdain. We can save that for a little bit, but like out of just respect for, you know, our love for him, it was so fun to try it and great. I don't know. It, you know, it was, it didn't like strike a chord with me. It's not my new favorite food or anything, but it was it was crazy good. And it made me want it. Like I didn't even, it didn't even occur to me that you could, would do a tofu dish that also had meat in it. Yeah, totally. Because it, we just use it as a substitute. We don't use it as like a thing. Yeah. Right. So that was like, that was really cool. Yeah. I, I liked it. I mean, it's kind of cool to think of like eating less meat 
and having the bulk of the protein be tofu but the flavoring be like this ground that's super smart you're right yeah Yeah, that's that was really really cool yeah i would try that i would it'd be interesting to try that in other i know now i want to go back and i want to try it when i see it because i've i've never ordered it i've seen it around but i've never ordered it now i want to see what it's like in different places yeah um okay the thing that was my favorite that was crazy good I, i think your favorite too was the toothpick lamb so i don't understand why i guess the toothpick lamb is supposed to be just like eaten with your hands and shared or something like that uh, it is guys it is, it's my new favorite thing it's lamb little cubed lamb and then they just put toothpicks in each little piece and then you just get a big pile of like toothpicks and lamb of lamb and it's just like a pile like there's no, it doesn't look like a tray of hors d'oeuvres or something that you'd like no it's like a giant pile it's a giant of pile but so it's it looks also like all like, this pickup sticks you know that game it's just like all yeah. crazy it looks like a, tr- a booby trap almost it's like also sauteed with like like i mean it's kind of like a death trap like it's yeah. not, it's like so they're sharp toothpicks sauteed with like the most insanely hot peppers and just like handfuls and handfuls of this chili it's like equal parts chili and lamb but the chilies aren't edible so they're like stir fried to flavor everything, yeah. but you don't actually eat the chilies. Um, so it has like a huge kick, but like I could eat it and I'm pretty, I, you know, I can't eat super spicy food. It was spicy, but it wasn't yeah. crazy. And it was so insanely good. We're going to, we, I'm going to, we, you, I'm going to make you make that dish. Learn how to make, make it. Learn how to make that dish. There, I mean, your dad would love it. It would be so good at like a, our, like a party, at a party like our, for our, a Christmas party, our Christmas party months away at this point or whatever. We, we always, love our Christmas we party. Have Every Christmas year we do party. a big one. I make hella food. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was so good. That dish was that dish was crazy good. I would try that if anywhere I would just, anywhere that it was on the menu, I'll order it from now on. See if other people do it too. It's insane. I, I and it's like human, which is a, a spice I don't like associate with like Asian cooking or yeah. like I associate it with Indian cooking. Yeah. Um, and then like Middle Eastern cooking, yeah. but not, uh, and African cooking, I think, but I don't really consider it. Like I, I wouldn't, I've never had a Chinese dish that had cumin in it, but also not a ton of Chinese dishes have lamb, right? Am I like, am I wrong on that? I think it depends on the area. Yeah, Cause like, sure, cause course. it's such a huge, geographical space i think they have yeah. like proteins that are really specific to different areas and stuff yeah also just like in case anyone like hasn't caught on yet just full disclaimer way late into the episode muriel and i don't really know what we're talking about with any of this stuff we didn't do it like a super ton of research no we didn't do any research <laughs> we, we were just like research. let's try this because we saw this on an anthony bourdain episode <laughs> yeah right. We're like yep so you know uh yeah, uh, and then the like, oh yeah, and then the last thing we, oh, we got the hot pot. Okay, so now we're getting into danger zone territory. So the first thing that I couldn't really eat on my level was the hot pot. So we get the meat hot pot, which I wasn't traditional. It was, was like, down. I know, Nick really liked it. So a hot pot, I've been wanting to try this for a while. It's like, I think the traditional way is to have like a big boiling pot of oil and uh, like oil or water that you can dip stuff in and they're all different spice levels and then you get plates of raw food so it's kind of like korean barbecue if you've been like you get like plates of stuff and then you could just dip your stuff in that and yeah. eat it so you cook it at the table side and like they these guys do a variation on hot pot which i think other restaurants do too which is just serving it as a bowl of soup so they like pre-make it for yeah. you essentially um and they brought it out 
and it was like, uh, so it was beef tripe, pork lunch meat, which is spam. Spam. Ooh, so good. Pig's blood and pork intestines. And I think pig's feet too. And just some straight up beef. Oh so yeah. There's, and sliced There's beef. like sliced beef. And I don't know that I've had beef tripe and I liked it. It was good. I, don't I liked know what it a lot. happened to me. I I love blood sausage. I love I like spam, you know, yeah. in certain preparations. Like I don't I don't hate spam. But I started eating it and it was like one of the first times, like I feel like such a stupid wiener, but like eating the cubes of congealed blood, I just couldn't I couldn't get over it. It was pretty intense. I don't it think it doesn't taste ever, like anything. I don't though. think I've had it before. I've had blood sausage. Yeah. Um, which I had a lot of blood sausage in Spain when we went to Barcelona and it's black. I mean, it looks like blood yeah. and there's a lot of blood in it. Yeah. But the flavor is really, it's really beautiful and savory and out mm-hmm. there it's kind of like arum, like these kind of baking spices. It's a yeah. really like, and the texture is super tender. So it's an awesome sausage. So I like that a lot and I was kind of scared of it to try it in Spain. So I was like, oh yeah, cubed blood will be great. But like just straight up cubes of blood. Like if you, I don't know, like if you're not a big like foodie person, like so blood like congeals really fast. So people like, you know, like you can buy pig's blood and if you buy it from like a butcher or something like that, you can buy it in like chunks. Like that's how how firm it is. Which I didn't know. Yeah. So like it, it congeals really fast and it's cold so like when you get it in the soup for instance they can take out the sheet and cut it into cubes yeah and then just drop it in the in the soup and surprisingly the texture is like really super super firm and yeah. springy and the yeah. taste is like really mild like it almost doesn't really taste like, it tastes like unseasoned tofu it's kind of like back to this stuff it was it was subtle yeah really like the subtle, whole thing yeah. was like really subtle and nuanced like even that the lamb dish was also that wasn't like a crazy flavor bomb. Like you think lamb with like cumin all over it. It would be like this intense, you know, yeah. explodes in your mouth. And it, 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 I thought the lamb was the one thing to me that was kind of crazy. Yeah, I guess that would yeah. be the, but, but I hear the, what you're saying though. I the know the hot pot was like real solid. And that, that pig blood was so solid. The other thing it had in there that was good is those, oh man, they did not look, those pig intestines. The yum, pig yum, intestines yum, 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 yum. are sliced in even... a way that look exactly like a little asshole <laughs> with like an outside and all of this stuff. And I was just like, and I honestly, I, I could not, I'm so ashamed of myself because I was like, I'm going to try everything. And I'm so excited. Yeah. And then I got there and I like honestly couldn't eat it. I had some tripe and I couldn't really eat it. And I had a piece of beef and I had a cube of blood and then I had to eat a bunch of rice because my brain just... It was kind of like if anybody's listened to the trapeze episode that we did for me, like for, uh, like we did, is yeah. like your brain, even though your logical brain wants to jump off the platform and into the air yeah. and you know you're safe, your survival brain kicks in. And that was one of the first times that I like my my brainstem almost like my Neanderthal brain kicked in and was like, you can't jump off this platform. And I had a really hard time getting off the platform. Yeah. This literally the same thing happened yeah we're like i know it's like good food and i know it's flavorful food and i know it's like super totally like a wonderful experience and i'm super lucky to have it and it's like i know all of those things and i couldn't eat it 
I was like having a really hard time and it didn't even taste weird. It did. The flavor wasn't crazy. It was more of a texture thing. And I could say that across the board is that kind of got me a little bit was like Mm -hmm. a slippery texture, like the chewy texture being like more prominent than I think it is in a lot of like American food. It was like more like, like, but man, like mentally there shouldn't have been any reason why eating that cubed blood would have turned me off texture wise or taste wise. It was very subtle. It wasn't weird. It tasted like tofu. Just the fact that I knew I was eating just a straight up unseasoned cube of blood. (laughs) I just like my brain just like fritzed out. I just, I had, I had to stop and like put down my thing and like eat some rice. And I was like, I can't believe that my brain is doing this to me. It's yeah. like not letting me play, yeah. you know? Cause I was just like, I can't. And then Nick picked up this thing that looked like a little asshole and put it in his mouth. And he's like, this is delicious. And I like had to breathe. It wasn't it. that little also. Yeah. It was, it was, it was like, like a big. full mouth. He's like, it's great. It was big. It tastes like duck. It does. It's so it, flavorful. Yeah. Oh my God. It was great. And what I think was the pig feet cut up with, I don't know. I don't know. There's some, it was so juicy. And I mean, just, fatty and so good and i and man the tripe i loved he loved the tripe i couldn't do it i think maybe my dad like has was always like anti like i was gonna say anti-trump (laughs) anti-tripe uh and uh well you know we're all we're all you know we all have our father's crosses to bear i know know? i I don't know what it was it's just like something echoing my ears like you don't need that you know like whatever (laughs) and i was just like I don't know. I can eat brains. I can eat like liver and foie gras. I can eat like sweetbreads. I don't know what it was. Do you think that if the peppercorn thing hadn't hit you sideways, I think if the peppercorns thing hadn't been such a shock to you. Yeah. My that, son, that was really crazy. Then you probably, probably would have gotten down on the hot pot. Maybe a little more. I, but it wasn't super prominent in the hot pot it was just a lot of stuff no i know me. that what i'm saying is that you had already dealt with you had already that dealt I was with like something having, and it, yeah that's how it felt like it was this cumulative sort of thing where i was like i when once that peppercorn stuff started happening and i was just like having all these memories of just hating that flavor yeah like i i just had a hard time connecting to anything which was such a bummer because like whatever it's really uh crazy um, okay, and so then the last thing we had was, I think, a pretty famous thing there. It was wontons with pepper sauce. And so this is a sauce that's made from the Szechuan pepper. Yeah. So it's it's it says mouth-numbing on the menu. And you take one of those suckers. It is the most delicate, beautifully made wonton with, like, they're, they're steamed. And then the pork mixture in the middle is just, like, insane so it's so good, good. it's like Crazy garlicky good. flavorful and like i mean it's just it's and so delicate and you pop that thing in your mouth and your mouth goes almost as numb as having a novocaine shot yeah for like a little while you can't taste anything except for like this insane like lemon pledge <laughs> then the, the edge of your lips right when your lips turn into yeah. skin is just tingling yeah it's a that was one of the most unique cuisine yeah for attributes sure. that i feel like i've ever seen it's like an actual spices that turn your mouth numb and it did make your head buzzy like yeah like a cigarette yeah. like if you smoked a cigarette or something like it was pretty trippy well i mean we got our money's worth mira was like let's she was like for this episode like let's go find this uh you know just some crazy cuisine that we've never had yeah and like honestly it was a bigger it was more unique 
and a bigger shock than I had thought it would be. Yeah, it was. And it's just right. You know, it's like right around here. It was it was very, very cool. The weirdest thing for sure was the dessert. Oh, the dessert. We didn't talk about that. We so we also we ordered this. um, What was it called? It's called ice powder. And it is neither ice nor powder. We asked the guy, we were like, what is this? And he's like, I really, I don't know how to explain it to you. <laughs> and we were like, and it's seven bucks. We were like, oh, we'll just have one. And he got us one and split it. And it was the gigantic. only dessert. It's the only dessert. It's a bowl of like watery, simple syrup with like a tablespoon of molasses on the bottom. Of the bowl. Of the bowl. And then it's just... Wa- um, Jello made only from unflavored water and cubes of it. And then you cut it up yeah. and put it in the bowl and it sits there. And then they top it with peanuts and sesame seeds. And sesame seeds. And you dip your spoon in and you get like some of the water and a, like some of the molasses at the bottom. And then you take it and you just eat this soft And it's set, cold. And it's water. You So you're eating it sweet on the outside. And you're chewing this jello, and as the jello dissipates, it just turns into water in your mouth. So the end of the bite is just like you just took a drink of water. And it was pretty refreshing. It was refreshing. It was Muriel and, we're tra- and I were trying to figure out as a server how we would try to explain it to yeah, people. It's like nothing you've ever had before. Yeah. Which is awesome, right? But it's also like I think for at least maybe for my palate, it's like you just – if it's if the whole thing is slippery, like I don't even like eating a bowl of Jello, yeah, really. But if you cut up a bowl of Jello and put it in a bowl of water, I would be like, I don't want, I can't eat this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like something about the texture, so slippery and so slick and soft and like, you know. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was very light and very and it was refreshing. Yeah, a light, it was refreshing very light, dessert. light and refreshing, and it proved to me how much of a gringo I actually am. <laughs> I know. I'm so ashamed. I just like don't no, even know. No, let's no, let's talk about it. I, I think it's cool. I mean, look, we got our money's worth. You know, we brought home a lot. We brought home a bunch of food. I have dibs on the lamb. JK, JK. No, I'm definitely eating some of that lamb. Yeah. No, I mean, I want to talk about like this experience of like, you know. Like it's still it's so worthwhile. It's such a cool thing to go out of your way to try something new. Even yeah, yeah, even yeah, yeah. if it's like, oh man, I don't know that I can do this specific kind of peppercorn. You know, like yeah, I'm so glad we did it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. I no, mean, you're right. It's really cool. I mean, yeah. it's. I know we're just eating lunch at a restaurant, but it was like the trapeze thing we did or a million things we do where you take a risk and try something new and see if it works out for the, for the, and the whole purpose is to try something new. Yeah. You know, I think it's really cool. And like, that was, you know, that's part of the romance of watching Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. You know, or some of these other travel shows are really moving. They're really powerful, you know? And I think it's, in our own silly way, we, you know, paid homage to that. Yeah. You know? And like, I don't think there's, I don't think there's anything to be ashamed of, you know? I mean, I know that you wanted to like it, but I just wanted to be cooler. I, I wanted to be like, it's okay, Muriel. You're not cool. You know, it's, it has nothing to do with this or, you know, that's not, I was like, I just want a salad. (laughs) No, it's, you know, I mean, I think Anthony Bourdain really moved people be you know he he got to he traveled and he asked people what they thought was special about what 
they had to offer basically yeah yeah and and he was so amazing at finding like the spine of things i think that he talked about that a lot like where the spine of like the country or like you know like what is it what's the guiding principle of like how we eat and why we eat or the flavor profile or like where you know like what's the guiding principle of how the food is made and 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 what is eaten yeah and what is the dna of your day up until the point that you sit down yeah you know and and how does and what does that bring to the meal and how does that carry you through the meal i was i i i remember watching there's a time when we were living in chicago at your grandma's house that was one of the shows i would watch I'd watch Anthony Bourdain. So I've seen more than, than, than I you have. have. Yeah. And I can't say I was the biggest fan. You know, I wasn't obviously like I didn't follow what he did, but I always enjoyed watching it. And I think, uh, you know, there's been a string of like these kind of high profile suicides that have been so intense. You know, like Robin Williams was, a you know, just a shocking you know, that was that one was so devastating just because he was I mean, he was publicly struggling with things. So in some ways it, you know, but like, he was, yeah, like Anthony Bourdain kind of came out of left field. Yeah. And but, you know, and then but Robin Williams was kind of publicly had a lot of public struggles. And then but it's still like such a shock because he's just like such an iconic part of so many people's childhood happiness you know, like he made so many people so, so happy. And then the lead singer of Linkin Park, who I, you know, was not a Linkin Park listener and and I, and I haven't now, but he was a rock star, you know, and then Kate Spade. And she was, you know, a, you know, this iconic designer who people just loved. And they, in each way, those people were all rich and famous, which is something a lot of people think is the be all and end all of living like that that's the height of what you can accomplish but in a lot of ways it's like the reason to be rich and famous is to travel the world and eat food you know yeah right. and have friends in all these places yeah and like anthony bourdain like yes he was rich and famous but what he did was like travel the world and eat food and that's people desire that you yeah. know like if you I don't know. I mean, not that I'm sitting around asking people that are going to retire soon, but like if you ask people like, well, what are you going to do? They'd be like, I'm going to travel. Your dream or something. Yeah. Yeah. What's your dream? I'm going to travel. I want to travel here. I want to go there. I want to eat this food. Yeah. I, I hear you. You're saying like in particular, Anthony Bourdain had a lifestyle that you would be like, that would be like everyone's dream. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that was, that was why it was so shocking. That's yeah. kind of what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in this like silly way of us going and just trying some new food, it's uh, like, it's okay that it didn't, that it wasn't your favorite lunch, you know? (laughs) I know. Yeah. But I think the spirit of like, like how he approached food and stuff like that, it's just so refreshing. And I think it's important, you know, like for me, I always like listening to him, like talk, it just feels like, you can take yourself out of it, like the selfishness of it. Like we, like there's a, you know, you eat to sustain yourself and you eat because you would desire things and you desire things because that's your palate and your history and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the cool thing about him is like, I think he took part of that out of the equation and desired more to understand through food, Yeah. you know, so more than like, is this my personal favorite thing? Like less about that and more about, 
like how do I understand what's happening? Like that is my favorite thing more than the food, more than like, I love ice cream, but I, it's just like, how, like I love understanding what you're trying to say to me. You know, yeah. I understand what this country is trying to say to me. That's, that's the thing that's like more delectable than anything, you know, in the world is like trying to chase that, you know, which I just think is such a cool way to look at food and, and rare, you know, yeah to think of it as a, like a, just a straight up form of communication. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really interesting. I mean, I kind of wish we would have been able to walk around the neighborhood more and kind of see what was up, but it was uh, about 150 degrees in the Valley. It was so hot in the <laughs> Valley. y'all. And we had to get back. So Muriel could go to a work meeting and I could take a nap. So. Yeah, so they could take a nap for an hour while I was at work. So jealous. I just came home and drank a bunch of coffee. Um, <laughs> Well, I mean, I would say like as a parting shot, it was like shocking. It was really cool to try and do that. Yeah. And in the most like, fun way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like oftentimes when I go to eat, like when I think about where I want to go out to eat, it's really like kind of my desire drives that. So I think about like less about like what is this experience going to be like and more about like, okay, well, I really feel like Italian food, you know? Yeah. Or like, I really feel like having, you know, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And this was kind of a cool experience to just like, it's a indulgent in a way, in a different type of way to say like, I just want to have an experience. Yeah. Today. You know, I want to try something new that's outside the realm of like just basic desires. Like I want to be like, cause I was also like, I like, like I tend to like love Chinese food, but yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know enough about Chinese food to know like what region is my favorite. Yeah. You know, I just eat stuff and most right. of the stuff that's accessible to me regularly out here is like kind of Americanized or basic or maybe from a different province that I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Um, so it was my first time trying authentic Szechuan, which is yeah. like something I was just like, Oh, I like Chinese food enough to think what are, what are some, what's a, what's what, what is like, something that's more authentic than what I get. Like what really yeah. is at the heart of it? What's at the core of it? Yeah. And after watching that show, I was really, really interested and I'm super glad we did it because basically I tasted stuff I had never tasted before in texture and in flavor. Yeah. I probably, I was outside of what I could handle, I think. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, it's interesting to, to think about that, but I think it definitely was like, eye-opening hell yeah i would and like i would for sure recommend well i would first of all i would absolutely recommend szechuan if you have if you have access to an authentic szechuan restaurant if you've never done it do it yeah because absolutely. also like we're just two people and like i enjoyed it more than muriel but I can't. It was a peppercorn thing. It but, sucks. It but, just no, got it, me. It got. It sucks that it got you, yeah. but it doesn't suck. No, and no. it's incredibly popular. Like people love it. It's, I know. It's like I just feel like oh yeah, this is what people who hate cilantro are like. Who are like, why do you put this in everything? It's awful. You know. Yeah, like, right. It's just something that triggers my brain. I have but, never had that before. But so you, so if you're listening to this, like you should try it. Yeah, I, you a absolutely. A million percent recommend it there's nothing you can eat that tastes like that. and then also i would i think we should do this more often i want to try we got some other recommendations and if anyone's listening and you want to recommend like a really any type of cuisine that is like authentic and and like a unique experience like i want to try more yeah totally. I, I absolutely do yeah 
because I don't, you know, we don't travel very much. We're, we'd like to. Yeah. We don't. But there's, but. I want to go someplace with like hand pulled noodles. Like I want to go places. Oh, there were like no noodles on this, on this menu. Yeah. I guess there were jellyfish noodles that we didn't see. I think that that was when oh. I saw that lady eating. Yeah. Jellyfish noodles. Yeah. It's their noodles made out of jellyfish. I think so. I want it. I'll eat that. <laughs> I, I'll try that. Yeah. Uh, I know. I'm like sitting here going like, there's lots of stuff now that I really, really, really want to try. Like, like, cause it really was an insane experience. It didn't feel like eating. It was like this crazy, almost felt like, going to like a carnival or like seeing a movie or doing something. Yeah. You know, right. Like, Cause it's kind of emotional and crazy and challenging. And like, you know, at least it was for me. <laughs> oh my God. Cubes I, of blood, man. I just couldn't do it. I think that that is, I mean, that's just such a incredible, you know, just such an incredible way to live, to have that, Anthony Bourdain lived his life. Yeah, like doing having that. experience after experience like that. Yeah. And when you watch that show, sometimes he doesn't like the food. You can tell. You can for yeah. sure tell. Yeah. He's like, cool. This is what you like. Great. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, and he doesn't he doesn't make a big deal. I mean, I think I saw him one time in. I can't remember where Macedonia, maybe. I can't remember where he was. And they gave him like this soup that's supposed to help with a hangover. And he was just like, I can't do this. <laughs> like, this is a no go for me, you know? But besides, in, like, he vocalized it that one time. But you can for sure tell. Oh, I remember that because it was like really slimy, I think. It was like, I remember that. It was like an egg drop something, like soup, like a really like slimy, egg whitey sort of texture. And so, you know, it's a, like, that's part of it. And that's like part of the joy is trying yeah. is trying things. So I don't I don't think you should okay feel bad Thank you. at I don't, all okay. I at feel all bad. at all. I mean, I think maybe we should feel bad for not really doing research or knowing what we're talking about very much. Yeah. You know, but besides that, you know. Yeah, I think I mean it was a crazy experience. Yeah, when we went to Spain, I definitely I mean, I've I've done my share of like Try except that my mom and my like ordering stuff and my mom and my grandma like would not touch yeah, it. Yeah, I did not go to Spain. It was uh Muriel went with her mother and oh. grandmother. Yeah. And uh I basically was in charge of the ordering and I would order a bunch of stuff that I knew that they would eat and then a bunch of stuff that they should try, which equaled me just like choking down like fifty tree snails. <laughs> <laughs> That's another one. They're a delicacy. They're only in season once in a while. Everyone was so impressed that I ordered them. And then they came out and there's like a hundred of them yeah. on a tray <laughs> and nobody would touch them. And I, out of politeness, just like, just choked out. I just couldn't stand it. It just, I just don't like snails. So that's one of my <laughs> things. I tried, but I like that blood sausage and I ate a lot of ceviche and they would not touch that. My parents, my mom and my grandma wouldn't eat that. Oh my gosh. And then I got a chicken with a head on it and I made a soup. <laughs> and I made a soup. I did. Um, well, Nick, any parting shots? Uh, yes. Just, I said it. I'll just say it again. Just if you're hell in your thirties or you're not, whatever, 
just do it. And like, I did a thing. Oh, here's something I did that I hate doing on Facebook. I mean, I've never done it before. I've always been like, it's all these like, Hey, I'm looking for a recommendation post that people do on Facebook. It drives me crazy. I'm just like, Google it. You just are Google so it. judgmental. I know. I'm such a hater about it. And then, but I, we did that for this. We're like, Hey, if anyone has any spots in LA, you know, let us know. And people kind of came through. Like we got a good list of things. Yeah. So it's like, I would I would recommend anyone to anyone like go go see if something that you've never had is done well that you have access to and just try it. Yeah. Yeah. And and if you and Google it and if you feel like that's not enough, Facebook it. Is that what the kids say? Facebook it? No. <laughs> no, I need I didn't think so. Facebook it? Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm glad we did it. Also, I want to do it again. I feel like it would be a really fun, like, once in a while, like, date. To go back to Szechuan? I would go back and try different stuff. I Now I that I know what I can and can't handle, Yeah, I would go back and order things. Like, I actually, a lot of the vegetable stuff looks super interesting. It really good. There was, like, a chicken with wild yams that I was like, oh, that looks really cool. Yeah. Like, there's a lot <clears throat> of stuff that now that I understand that, like, I can't eat, eat tripe yeah. and I can't eat blood. And I don't like the peppercorns. We did purposely get the craziest things on the menu. Yeah. That let's also go ahead and say that. There was a lot of there things. There was a like, lot of options. We got the one that says mouth numbing on the menu. There's other hot pots that were like, I wanted the one with like pork intestine and tripe. And I wanted, you know, I wanted to do the I wanted to be as Bourdainish as I no, could. No, no, I did too. I did yeah. too. And I'm glad we did it. Um, but, but I think yeah. there was like stuff that I think I would have I can see that there's like a lot. I would definitely go back and just get stuff that's more in the ballpark of what I can handle. And now I know that about myself. I really actually can't handle intestines. I just can't. I can't handle intestines and blood. And I I thought I could because there's a lot of stuff that I'm fine with, but I just couldn't do it. That's okay, Muriel. (laughs) You guys, Muriel, Muriel, it's okay. Okay. You don't like blood. It's okay, my love. I just don't. I like blood sausage. Don't worry. You're (laughs) sick. You're still a lady of the city. You're still very oh sophisticated. I you're couldn't cool. Do it. I no, know. you're still cool. You're still sophisticated. Don't worry about it. You're still a foodie. Uh, oh, you I worry? like oysters. No, stop, stop. You're you're I'm like ashamed. I'm literally sitting here like hunched over with my <laughs> knees on my like elbows on my knees, like, why don't you like tripe? Just eat it and like it. <laughs> appreciate the texture i was eating it and i was just like i think i'm gonna die if i eat another piece of this <laughs> well now i know but yeah i would i would definitely go back and just get something i would just i know what i would try I yeah other stuff now that i would definitely try um that i think because like the lamb was one of my favorite chinese dishes i've ever had it was one of my favorite things i've eaten i've eaten in a long time, a really long time it was just like perfect it's just like and it's really so skillfully done like obviously it has like a long marinade and it's like you know sauteed and then it's dusted with all like it's sauteed yeah. with all this crazy stuff but then it's also Dusting, finished yeah. with this like dry dusted yeah. thing and like cilantro and it was so insanely good and I think that there are other things on the menu that oh, yeah. would echo that. For but sure. I would be like, oh, yeah, I can I can hang with that. I just have to understand that I am not as cool as Muriel, everyone <laughs> already knows that. Everyone yeah. knows. 
So obvious. Oh my god. All right. Well cooler than a toller bear toller bear's ponails. Yeah. Oh, I tried. I know, baby. And even if you said it right, it would be stupid. Than a polar bear's toenails. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make you any cooler saying it right. <laughs> oh no, you poor thing. Let's do yoga. Let's get Ladies and gentlemen, here we are on the flip side. Oh, on the flip side. This is the flip side that Muriel was talking about. Cooler than a polar bear's toenail. <laughs> uh, we got some people to shout out. Uh, man, you guys are just so awesome hitting us up. We love it. It's just so cool. Got to hit up Rachel, a.k.a. Rach Runs TX. I guess that's Texas. Yeah. I think she runs Texas. She runs Texas. Uh, thank you for the love on Instagram. So cool. That's incredible. Also want to shout out Elena Gerard, uh, a.k.a. at underscore rad mommy underscore. Shouting us out on Twitter. We yes. appreciate the love. We yes. see you. We see, we see you. you. We hear you. We love you. Um yeah, and then as always, like if you're listening and you um, feel like you have the time to shoot us a, a rating or a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, oh, that it always helps us. Yeah, it um, does help. We uh, and we love get. It's just like really fun to get them, and it's you know whatever. So if you enjoy us, do it. And if you don't enjoy us, that's okay too. You can just <laughs> go ahead and just hit those stars buttons. Say why you don't like it. Maybe that'll improve what we do. Yeah, or we'll just. Gossip about you behind your back. <laughs> uh, so uh, we got one from Mount Navarro too. How Thank many, you. How many stars? Uh, five. Five stars for Mount Navarro too. Thank you so much. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, I eagerly wait for episodes. Please keep making them. Uh, this couple is, couple is super relatable. Reminds me of my friends. Opens my mind up to different facets of life. Please keep making episodes. Oh, we gonna. Yeah, we gonna because we we have so many things to try. Yeah. We're little peanut heads and we haven't tried very many things. <laughs> and we love making this podcast because we love you guys. We also love Campfire Media. We love Ryan and Ryan. And Scott. And Scott. And we love... Uh, um, what else do we love? You know, uh, life. We're still working on that skydiving episode just by, for whatever anyone who's... Uh, oh, yeah. The we indoor were skydiving. We're, we're trying to figure it out. Uh so that's like in the works. If you have any ideas of like uh, any sort of thing that you'd be interested in and in seeing us try or do or talk about or interview someone about, um, hit us up because we're always looking for ideas. The reviews are awesome. Thanks for the likes, the subscribes, the shares. And thank you so much for telling your friends about us. We love you. We love you. Yo. <laughs> Muriel. Campfire.